Hey, hey, friends. You probably think I'm sounding like a worn-out record lately, talking about reducing anxiety and wanting to reduce clutter. Well, today I'm going to get the ball rolling for an upcoming mission to get organized. Unless I change my mind, I'm going to start a series on decluttering and getting organized. We're going to talk about decluttering our mind, decluttering our schedules, and decluttering our homes. Now, calm down. I can feel you getting a little overwhelmed just thinking about it. Or maybe I can just feel me getting overwhelmed thinking about it. I know what it's like to be working full-time, managing a home, and now preparing for the holidays. But we are going to take this in bite-sized pieces. We're starting with just talking about the steps that I apply to every aspect of decluttering and organizing. You might want to grab a notebook and pen for this one, but honestly, I think you will remember the highlights even without it. So here we go. Welcome to the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever but never really feel good enough, no matter how much outward success you achieve? Do you want more time for the things that matter most? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, certified Christian life coach, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement. But no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. My life changed when I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you time management, self-care routines, and practical leadership strategies to help you navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to become fueled by grace and free from people-pleasing, if you're ready to multiply your time and impact as a Christian woman in leadership, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers and roll up your sleeves, sister friends. It's time to get after it. Okay, I did mention my acronym on the latest episode that can be applied to any organizational task. At least I think I did. It is a four-step process that spells out the word SPAM. Just like your junk folder or the mushy jellied meat product that seemed to be a delicacy to the Hawaiians in my college graduate program. But that's beside the point. You can literally apply this process to any organizational task. Over the holidays, we're going to talk about some of the areas in your life where we can apply this process. And over the winter, I plan to implement this process in my home, little bits at a time, as part of my escape from clutter plan. I'm saying it out loud to you to add a little accountability. If you want to join in the challenge, maybe I'll keep you updated as to what area I'm tackling each week or month. And you can join me in solidarity. How does that sound? Okay, let's get to my four-step process for escaping clutter. It is much like my friend Tracy Holt's five-step system, and she's a professional organizer. So the first step, starting with an S, is to see and to sort. 
So first you visually scan and make a mental note of all the things you would like to change about a space you're going to tackle. Focus on the things that you have the time and the resources to do right now and begin to sort into like categories. Don't yet make a decision about it, just get it out and sort it. Next, you need to purge. Go through each thing and ask yourself a series of questions that will help you determine whether it is something useful to keep, whether it needs to be discarded, or whether it can be donated and be a blessing to someone else. Some helpful questions I find are to ask yourself as you go through, through things are, does this item bring me joy? Do I use this on a regular basis? Would I pay money to buy this item again right now? Does this support my life and my goals right now? Is this important enough to take up space? Does this serve a purpose right now in my life? Will my kids want this in 10 or 20 years? What is the worst thing that could happen if I get rid of this item? On the other hand, some not so helpful questions or thoughts are, what if I need this again in the future? The truth is, if you don't know and you haven't used it in the past six months or a year, it probably isn't worth keeping just in case. A second not so helpful question, was this a gift from someone? Because if you would just be keeping because it was a gift and for no other purpose, it is okay to let it go. And finally, I spent a lot of money on this. Well, so what? If it doesn't serve a purpose and justify occupying the space, perhaps it can better bless someone else. You only want to keep what is worth occupying space and then discard or donate the rest. Then we move on to the A, allocating or assigning a space for the item. This is where we really start to see the organization process coming together. We start to assign space to items according to likeness and so that we know where to find them when we need them. We can get some lovely coordinated containers and dividers to further organize and complement the space, but the goal is to have purged enough so that you truly have enough space to give everything else a home and you end with a clean, organized space that is easier to keep up in the future. And finally, the fourth step is to manage or maintain the organization of that space. A good rule of thumb is that for every item you're tempted to bring back into that space, you first need to eliminate something else. It's also a good idea to incorporate quick little tidy routines into your day or your week that make it easy to keep a space organized and tidy. Now in general, this four-step process can work for organizing just about anything. We might see some modifications to the instruction depending on the area of your life we're organizing, but the principles hold true for just about everything. I hope in future episodes to get specific about areas of our lives and homes that we want to take from a state of disorder and clutter to a state of order that is appealing to our senses. Don't we want to experience peace in our minds? 
in our schedules, in our homes? I sure do. I hope you will join me as we look to decrease clutter and increase peace in the coming weeks. So until next time, I pray the Lord blesses you with His peace, that you are filled with gratitude and His amazing grace. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.